0: Good morning, everybody. Chester ARP Church Devotional Podcast. It's a blessing to be with you. Thanks for being with us. We get started this morning. Genesis 29. See you soon. Gives me grace for every trial. Feeds me with the living. All right, well, thank you so much for being with us this morning. As we gather together, we talk about Genesis chapter 29 and how Jacob, who met Rachel yesterday, if you weren't with us, we read the beginning part of chapter 29. Jacob read uh, met Rachel, and now he has uh, turned his attention on to meeting her father, Laban, and then he will meet his uh, entire family, Laban's entire family, uh, particularly Rachel and Leah, and he will be deceived. Here we go. When Laban heard the news about his sister's son Jacob, he ran to meet him, hugged him, and kissed him. Then he took him to the house, and Jacob told him all that had happened. And Laban said to him, you, Yes, you are my flesh and my blood. And Jacob stayed with him a month. And Laban said to him, Jacob, because you're my relative, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me what your wages should be. Now Laban had two daughters. The older was named Leah. The younger was named Rachel. Leah had tender eyes, but Rachel was sharply, uh, shapely and beautiful. Excuse me. Jacob loved Rachel, so he answered Laban, I will work for you seven years for your young daughter, Rachel. Laban replied, Better that I give her to you than some other man. Stay with me. So Jacob worked seven years for Rachel, and they seemed like only a few days to him because of his great love for her. Then Jacob said to Laban, Since my time is complete, give me my wife so I can sleep with her. So Laban invited all the men of the palace uh, and sponsored a feast. That evening, Laban took his daughter Leah and gave her to Jacob, and he slept with her, and Laban gave his slave Zilpah to his daughter Leah as her slave. When morning came, there was Leah. So he said to Laban, What have you done to me? Wasn't it for Rachel that I worked for you? Why have you deceived me? And Laban answered him, It is not the custom in our country to give the younger daughter in marriage before the firstborn. Complete this week of wedding celebration, and we will also give you this younger one in return for working yet another seven years for me. And Jacob did just that. He finished the week of celebration, and Laban gave him his daughter Rachel as a wife. And Laban gave his slave Bilhah to his daughter Rachel as her slave. Jacob slept with Rachel also, and indeed he loved Rachel more than Leah. And he worked for Laban another seven years. Now this is an interesting story. Uh, Jacob is a deceiver. There is an irony, a kind of poetic justice in this story. Jacob deceived his brother Esau, got his birthright. Jacob and his mother conspired against Esau, tricked their father, got the blessing. Jacob leaves because his brother is going to kill him. He meets Rachel. He falls in love with Rachel, and his father, who is his cousin, uh, who is the f- daughter of Laban, who is his mother's brother. And he goes to Laban's house and he works there for a month. Laban says, hey, listen, Jacob, what um, what should I do for you? It's not fair that you should work for me. Just because you're my my family, you should have wages. And so Jacob says, well, here's what I want. I want you to give to me, um, Rachel, in marriage, and I'll work for you. So he works for seven years. And on his wedding night, Laban, his father-in-law, tricks him, deceives him. And doesn't give him, Rachel rather gives him Leah, who we're told had tender eyes or in some older versions, weak eyes. We don't know what that means, but he loved Rachel. She was shapely and beautiful. And so maybe Laban did it because he didn't think that Leah would be able to find a mate. We don't know, but we know that Laban gave Leah to Jacob. We're also told that Laban did it because the custom of the day. But is that the real reason? We don't really know why Laban did what he did. But we know that Laban gave his oldest daughter to Jacob in marriage before Leah. Jacob says, this is not the woman I wanted. He went to sleep with her at night. They didn't have lights and stuff. And so he didn't realize it until he got up the next morning and realized that he had been with the wrong daughter, the wrong woman. And he goes to Laban. Laban says, well, um, it's not our custom to give the younger before the older. So you took the, you got the older one. And then in turn, he says, I want Rachel to be my wife. And so then he has to work another seven years to get Rachel to be his wife. Laban intentionally sets him up in a very bad situation Jacob now finds himself between two women who uh, will be a rival with one another and their slave women. And so there is a, a situation that will come and arise out of this that will go on for the rest of Jacob's life. Now, listen, it's important when the Bible reports these things, the Bible doesn't tell us what's right and wrong in that. It doesn't make commentary on what Laban did with reference to how Laban did it and whether or not Laban did the right thing. It doesn't do the same thing when it comes to Jacob and Rebekah with reference to Esau either. And so what we're told is we're just told this is how it happened. God is not given a commentary on whether or not this was an appropriate way to trick the other person. God is not saying anything like that. What God is doing through the word of God, through his word, is reporting to us the reality of the situation. Now, here's the thing that I want to learn from this. What I want to learn from this this morning briefly is... We get put in difficult situations because others have deceived, others have sinned against us, others have created turmoil in our lives. We can't control that. It is what it is. Jacob couldn't control this situation. Once he found himself in a bad, difficult situation, he couldn't get rid of Leah. He'd already married her, already slept with her, and therefore had consummated the marriage. She was his wife. He couldn't just throw her to the curb. He loved Rachel, so he did what he needed to do to get Rachel to be his wife, we, we've we got to learn, sometimes you've got to put your head down, you've got to slog through. When other people sin against you, when other people put you in difficult situations, you don't stop faith, you stop having faith, you don't stop serving, you don't get angry, you don't push away, you don't say, this is, I'm not doing anything else. At some point, sometimes you just have to fight through the adversity, deal with the difficulties, serve the Lord, and do what is necessary to get to the other side of it. It's just the reality of the world we live in. People are going to sin against you. People are going to wrong you. People are going to do that. And guess what? You're going to do that to other people. So we've got to press on. We've got to fight through. And we've got to serve the Lord. That's all i got for us today as far as time. You guys take care. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. You can-